All right, thank you all for coming back to All Things Medical Assistant. I am your host for this podcast, Santino Teas, and first and foremost, as always, I wanna I wanna thank everybody that's uh, stuck around, continue to listen to what does it have to say, return listeners, um, all you international listeners, thank you, thank you very much for uh, for sticking around as well. Your support is greatly appreciated. If you're new to this podcast, thank you for uh, checking us out. Um, hopefully, you'll find this podcast informative, or at least in in, in the in the least, you know, entertaining. So, you know, again, you know, thank you very much for, for coming back. Yeah, great. <clears throat> That's for you, the audience. Um, so excited in the sense, well, what I did was I pulled out the old podcasting equipment, you know, the stuff that I, that, that I started out with. Um, you know, recently I've been using the uh, microphone on my iPad that I uh, upload with or I use a lapel microphone where I've used various other microphones that I have with my equipment. But I decided, hey, let's, you know, let's just pull out the stuff, you know. And, and I, one of the reasons why I stopped using the podcasting equipment was um, I was having an issue with interference and um, background noise and stuff like that. But uh, I wanted to give it another try. I'm working on a few other projects, maybe a few other podcasts. So I decided, let's pull it out, you know. So I did some fiddling around with it, and I think I figured out why. Um, I, I was getting feedback at first, so hopefully we can get through this podcast without it. And if we do, then I think I've I've, um, I've figured it out. All right, guys. So I hope everybody had a wonderful Halloween. It is Friday, November fourth. It's about ten thirty here in my living room, and my uh, cup of coffee. I've got a got a load of laundry in there, and and uh, you might hear the uh, ice maker drop uh, drop a tray of ice. Uh, so again, yeah. I hope you all everybody had a, a safe Halloween. All kills were safe. No one got sick. No one got hurt. But oh, holy hell! <clears throat> influenza, huh? A and B. So now it's the A, B, C, C. And uh, I believe it's D, um, influenza. Let me tell you what I'm talking about. So we got influenza A, influenza B, influenza D, and I believe it's H, right? <clears throat> now you heard me say two Cs. That other C was COVID. So um, I don't know what's going on in your all's neck of the woods, but here in our urgent care, um, it's been a a heavy, heavy, heavy heart that we've had to deal with so many kids. Um, not so many COVIDs, but a lot of influenza and quite a few B. Now, you know, some of you might be asking, well, what's the difference between A and B, right? You're not medically inclined. So influenza A um, is transmittable between human and animal, you know, like, you know, the swine flu or avian flu. Uh, influenza B is mostly transmittable between human only right so we're seeing a lot of b which i guess is a lot which i I guess would make it a lot better right because if we if we saw a high rate of influenza a you know you know interspecies uh cross-contamination or contamination that's a worry because that means that there's now an additional population that i have to look for an animal population you know is it dogs is it because I think they just found two, or not just found, but it, it had come out some time ago that um, COVID-19 is transmissible. There's a, there's the variant that they found transmissible between dog and, and human. That's really freaky because, well, you know, if you as a, as a dog owner are carrying that variant and you sneeze and your dog picks it up and your dog goes around, you know, licking everybody, you know, every visitor and everybody, and let's say the dog's asymptomatic or 
however the hell would work, you know, potentially, you know, you could, everybody could get infected that's walked into your home at that time, right? So it's just really weird to think about the transmissibility when it comes to these diseases, you know, there's always something new. You know, viruses are very, very smart. You know, viruses evolve over time. They evolve um, uh, with physiology, with people's physiologies, you know, they become smart, they they become hip to treatments and stuff like that, and they become resistant to treatments, you know, and, and that's unfortunate because obviously there's <clears throat> viral infections that we're trying to, excuse me, that we're trying to keep clear of. And, and then, you know, and, and I think almost every virus has its, has its um, lifespan and lifetime, just like the flu has its um, yearly occurrence. So do many of these other viral infections. So, you know, that's another reason why we need to pay attention to the time of the year, pay attention to the demographic, Pay attention to the people, population where we're at, you know, to try and mitigate and, and, and interfere with this um, transmissibility, whether it's between human animal or human and human, right? So, yeah, you know, uh, my daughter got sick and then everybody else in the household got sick. And, uh, you know, I thank God that I, I, I didn't catch it. But, um, you know, we've it's, it's just been horrible. It's we believe that it we don't think we all tested. Well, we tested the, um, you know, household for COVID was negative, but we know that these antigen tests don't pick up all variants. Um, but we're figuring that it's um, influenza uh, B, <clears throat> you know, these um, symptoms that we've had here in the house, heavy chest congestion, loss of taste and smell, which happens with influenza as well, um, is just real prominent here in the household, you know, with, with when, when family was sick. And, you know, it, 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 it's a tale to tell when we have this long history of disease and infection and, you know, not just influenza, but the Black Plague and just everything, you know, and we, 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 I think we, we're doomed to repeat history. We repeat history every time, you know, every year, every year, you know, first of all, you have the anti-vaxxers, you have the naysayers, you have all those that don't believe in, in modern medicine. They believe in their own, I don't know where the fuck they get it, but they believe in their own little world you know just some weird i don't know yeah they're just they're just weird af people you know i mean this is this is real deal this is real stuff you know sometimes i feel that you know all these groups of people that that are uh you know anti-vaxxers and anti-believers and all that just like you know election deniers and all that maybe we need to put them in a room and you know somehow educate them or maybe infect them you know forgive me for saying that i'm not I'm not trying to get in trouble here, but, you know, maybe the best way for someone to understand something is to, is to affect them with it, you know, is to put them through the experience, you know. And there's still people who have had, I remember when COVID first started, people were dying from COVID. And, you know, a doctor would say, yeah, your, your, your loved one passed from COVID. Oh, COVID's not real. Or you gave it to them. Or, you know, there's still people out there that are just completely, completely ignorant. And, and here's the thing. They're joke. I mean, they're, they're, they're amazingly ignorant people. You know, you, you still have groups of people that come out and just don't believe what's going on, don't believe in what's being said, don't believe in in modern treatment, you know. But when it happens to them, oh, it's a conspiracy, did it purposely, you know, the aliens did it, the Democrats did it, you know, they're they're just, they're, <clears throat> they're ridiculous, you know, right? Yeah, I know Kevin, right? Oh, Kevin, stop. But, the, you know, I digress. So, you know, we, we need to look at, we need to continue to look at population health and as medical assistants, you know, we, it, it's amazing because 
you know, we have this new extern in clinic, and it just reminds me, it just reminds me about how important the medical assistant has become. The medical assistant has always been important. The medical assistant has always been, you know, um, part of the backbone, part of the anatomy, part of the axial anatomy. You know, we know that nurses are the backbone of the medical community. We, we totally understand that, you know. And then, you know, from there, you've got your LPN, LVN, and then you got your medical assistant. And medical assistants have come so far, so far along the way. When I started in 93, I think I've mentioned in a previous um, episode, it was, you know, answering phones, hematocrits, blood draws, urines, you know, not really invasive stuff, more rooming and vitals. You know, now it's, you know, assisting in minor procedures and more hands-on stuff, which is amazing because, you know, this is an education. You know, you go to school, whether it's 10, 14, 12 months, colleges, you know, it's a two-year thing. You have to, you know, uh, community colleges offer it as an associate. That's an education. And I think a lot of people in these clinics don't understand that. They 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 see MA, hear MA, medical assistant, and they don't understand that it's an education. It's an actual education. So for those of you out there that are medical assistants, it's an edu- you are an educated individual. And unfortunately, there are people out there that that look down on the certification because it's, you know, you're certified by the state. You know, it's not like you just graduated and then you're able to go into a clinic and provide these skills and start treating beanie punch and stuff like that. You know, that's not what it is. You have to apply with a national accrediting agency that your state, that your, that your you know, appropriate state recognizes, get that certification, and then you can work in a clinic. That's tough stuff, man. That's stuff to be proud of, that you went to school, incurred a debt purposely, Tested with a state, and the state said, yes, you, you have what it takes to be a medical assistant certified by the state, meaning the state's putting their name behind you to say, we are allowing this individual to provide uh, care as a health care provider. Medical assistants are considered health care providers. Don't mistake that only doctors, um, uh, ARMPs, PAs, DNPs, don't, or RNs, don't think that they're only health care providers. So are medical assistants. You need to understand that. So, you know, you, 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 the MA role is so important, and there's such a shortage, and I think, I think that's a secondary shortage in, in healthcare. First is nursing, and then now we have, um, you know, medical assisting shortage. And to go in there and to be an advocate for population health is very, very important, so, you know, especially now more than ever. And then now with vaccine mandates and people not being able to work because they choose not to take the vaccine, you know, it's, it's just creating this environment of, I don't want to say hostility, but volatility, you know, that, that, you know, we as medical assistants work in, you know, especially in urgent care, emergency medicine, where people are coming in in droves because they don't want to go to the ER, you know, patients don't want to go to the ER because they don't want to wait long. And they might not wait the five hours, they might wait two, but they still get upset because they weren't seen right away. Well, chill out, you know, you send me a voice message, okay, and I'll put a voice message in, uh, I'll put the link for the voice message in the, um, in, in the episode um, title here, but listen, I mean, if you know of a fast, urgent care, an urgent care that's quick, let me know, and then I will give you $10. I'll send it to you. I'll Apple Pay, whatever, but there's no such thing. There's no such thing. So, you know, we need to remember that, you know, as healthcare providers, what we're doing, what we're providing, what we're helping, what we're, what, what we're helping to do is is, is, is essential, you know, and be proud of yourself. Right now, like I said, with this influenza stuff going around, it's crazy. It's getting heavy. It's getting busy. It's getting ridiculous, you know. These past two weeks alone, I had a two-month-old with RSV. Um, so many influenzas, you know, more so B, which I'm, I'm grateful for. 
you know, uh, not as many COVIDs. And the big thing that we were worried about was, is, oh, my gosh, we've got all these people coming in, you know, with a sniffle, cough, sore throat, you know, and they're like, oh, my God, I've got COVID. Everything's got to be about COVID. No, dumbass, there's other things you can get sick from, you know, and... And then you have your simple respiratory infections, you know, that are going around as well. I think that's like the second, you know, I think that's a primary contender here or just regular URI, viral infection. Then you got your influenzas and obviously COVID. But, you know, uh, holy hell, I've just seen so much here, especially within the kids, the, the, the pediatric population. So we need to remember to to take care of ourselves, take care of our kids, try and be good stewards for the population. You know, schools, schools pay attention, pay attention to your kids, pay attention to the class. You know, ask your schools, hey, has there been an outbreak in anything? You know, have there been any kids that have been showing up sick? Be proactive. And I know it's a pain in the ass because we figure, well, it's the school's job. No, dumbass. You as the parent, it's your job to be on top of it. That is your job to be on top of it. You know, don't be lazy. Get up and say, hey, you know, I just want to know, has there been any recent infections, anything we need to worry about? Just because your kid might be in a different grade doesn't mean that they won't be infected. You know, all they got to do, all that sick kid has to do is walk down that same, um, that same uh, hallway and sneeze, and your kid's got it, especially they're going the opposite way. You know, they're walking right into that uh, that droplet precaution there, you know. And, yeah, it's just, it's amazing. And, you know, it, now we're shifting, you know. Now we're shifting now into a, a, a different time, you know. Now you've got these midterms coming up, and we've got, you know, all this stuff going on about assaults with draw boxes. You know, election deniers continue. All these redu- ridiculous Republicans out there that are making health care issues worse. Um it's, it's, it's just amazing, you know, now more than ever, we need to be on our toes. As medical assistants, we need to, we need to really, I mean, me, I mean, I've been, COVID's fucked everything up for me, you know. I enjoy and I love what I do, but population has let me down that supremacy has come out and all this. And there are people that, you know, this self-autogratification now, 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 it's really ruined it for me. So I'm trying to, you know, pull myself out of that, out of that ditch there. But, you know, we need to remember that, you know, we are primary advocates, you know for population health if we can be primary advocates for population health you know we're doing something not just for for our safety but for the community which will keep us safer especially you know if you're providing this care within the community that you live in you're 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 helping to keep yourself safe too in in you know either eventual um primary infection or secondary infection or whatever and then we have to remember there are people out there with uh, gross morbid comorbidities you know uh, immunosuppressed you know, there's obviously we know there's so many factors out there. So please, you know, if you haven't already, get your booster and get your flu vaccine. Get your booster and get your flu vaccine. Get your booster and get your flu vaccine. Because if not, I'm going to come and find you. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, we need to understand who we are in this whole, we need to understand our position. Okay, and I'm talking to those that might not be medically inclined. We need to understand ourselves as players in society. We need to understand the the advocation that we can do, that, that you can give as as, 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 as citizens, you know, um, as lay citizens, you know, as members of society. <clears throat> you know, be up there, be active. Don't be rude, don't be physical, don't be ignorant. But hey, you know, this is a serious, you know, have a conversation with people that might be, and it's interesting how politics and, and, and health and medicine, uh, you know, politics have, has, has always been a divisive um, um, measure between people. And it's crazy how politics can divide friends and family. It's just ridiculous, right? And now it's, and that's, that's what medicine's become. 
you know, COVID's, I mean, I remember flu just, you know, flu, the conversation about flu would just start this heated conversation. But now with COVID, COVID actually separated, you know, divided families and friends, you know, I believe this, I don't believe that, whatever, you know. So, you know, we, we need we need to forget about all that because those statistics are true. It's real, you know. And if you're an individual who's been affected by COVID and you believe it now, I'm sorry it had to happen that way. If you're somebody who's 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 been infected but still don't believe it, or if you know somebody that's been infected and has died from it, I'm sorry, and you still don't believe it, well, I'm even more sorry. I'm sorry ten times because that just shows your true ignorance, man. Your true ignorance, okay? So it's starting... You know, the flu, you know, as far as I'm concerned, it started at least six weeks early. <clears throat> at least six weeks early. So please be careful when you go out there. I'm not saying mask. I hate, I mean, I wear masks every day. I believe in masks. I wear them. I'm not telling you to wear it, but oh, shit. You know, if you have a chance, if you can be around where there's <laughs> a lot, a lot of people, please consider wearing it, okay? And let's try and um, let's try and keep ourselves together. Again, you know, influenza A, influenza B, uh, we're seeing a lot of kids sick. A lot of kids sick, and it's it's really heartbreaking. You know, I had an eight-day, uh, was it an eight-day-old one one day with, with COVID? Not sure what happened to that kiddo. I had a kiddo the other, uh, two years old with RSV. Not sure what happened with that kiddo. You know, we don't really, we don't usually follow up with patients that way. We're, we're urgent care, we're not primary. But, you know, there, there are a few patients that we have followed up on, you know, and we have one that got sick, they compensated in clinic, and unfortunately, um, they passed away. We have another patient who, who came in, COVID. They're still intubated in ICU, and it's been months, months. That's that's sad. That can happen to any of us. No matter how much you, 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 you keep yourself safe, it can still happen to you. And let's remember that, okay? Please, you know, keep yourself safe. Get vaccinated, you know, and, and, and if you're somebody who doesn't believe in this, but you're kind of on the cusp, like maybe it is real, please just continue to educate yourself. You know, listen to people that are objective. Listen to this, you know, listen to the, you know, read the statistics, read the science behind it. And if you're just a straight denier of these infections, well, I hope to God that you don't get infected because it can be serious, serious, serious business, especially nowadays. I mean, we've had patients that have been infected with A, B, and COVID. Man, I couldn't even, I wouldn't even want to know what that's like. I had COVID and I nearly lost my stuff. But anyways, yeah, guys, so please out there, just... It's the flu season. It's time to get real about it. Got to take care of it. All of you out there that are frontline, ER, urgent care, please continue to do what you're doing. I'm proud of you. You are sorely, sorely, sorely underrated, sorely, sorely, sorely misunderstood. And, you know, I remember when the pandemic happened, we're all, we were all heroes in medicine. Now it's just part of your job, you know. And, you see, I'm not saying, you know, look at me as a hero and give me, you know, props and, and all that. But just don't shit on me and don't shit on the healthcare system, you know, especially if you're part of it. Just, you know, take care of it. You know, it's 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 also important. Your attitude, your attitude demands respect. Your attitude demands care and your attitude demands change. So make sure you take care of it. All right, guys, Santino Tez for all things medical assistant. Um, thank you so much for for being a part of this. Um, again, I will try and, and upload uh, a lot more frequent. But again, please take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. All right. Have a good day, guys. Take care of each other.